there! Welcome to episode 16 of the Waveback Music Podcast. Today's episode is Mega Man for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Enjoy! Hello again, this is the Waveback Music Podcast, a show where we listen to and reminisce about some of the best video game music there is. My name is Chris, and I am your host. And joining me tonight is my friend, Vicky Pinero. And she will be my co-host for the evening. Vicky, say hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, just a quick little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I really do love video game music. I have been listening to it for years, even like without like playing the games. Uh, I work at a comic book store right now. And that's pretty much it. Fantastic. Now, one thing that I will say is that uh, Vicky has very different video game tastes, uh, music tastes from me. Uh, not that like we both like the kinds of stuff that we both listen to, but I don't know the stuff that she listens to very well, and I don't think she knows the stuff I listen to extraordinarily well. So uh, this is going to be fun. Uh, on to tonight. It is Mega Man Month here at Geekade.com. Uh, not intentionally, it just kind of happened that way. Uh, and for no other reason than we have a bunch of Mega Man related content, so we're just rolling with it. So we're going to take this opportunity to tackle one of the most legendary games of all time, the very first appearance of the robot known as Rock. Tonight we are going to be listening to the music from the very first Mega Man. Mega Man was released on the Nintendo Entertainment System on December 17, 1987, the same day as it was released in Japan as Rockman. The game's soundtrack was composed by, and again, I'm terrible at these names, Manami Matsumiya, <laughs> and uh, is pretty distinct among Mega Man soundtracks. Uh, Matsumiya is known for her work on several early Capcom titles, like Merc's Final Fight and one of my personal fa favorite soundtracks of all time, UN Squadron. She also contributed to some, some newer titles like Mega Man 10, Mighty No. 9, uh, and Shovel Knight. But still, nothing really tops being able to call yourself the person who wrote the soundtrack for the very first Mega Man title. And what a soundtrack it is. Like I said earlier, it has a slightly different feel than most of the later Mega Man soundtracks, but it's still pretty distinctly Mega Man. Vicky, what's your history with this game? Um, I actually haven't played this game. I have watched a lot of my friends play it, and... They always complain it's very, very hard. Yeah, first Mega Man is is really tough. Um, have you played any Mega Man games before? No, I have not. Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> that's okay. You are you are a youngin', as they say. <laughs> uh, I'll I will personally I'll never forget playing this one because, um, like I imagine, a lot of people my age did. Did I played Mega Man two first? Um, that was the, the popular one. Uh, Mega Man 1 wasn't a, a huge runaway success, not like Mega Man 2 was. But uh, I was in a friend's basement, and I saw that he had this game, and I absolutely flipped. I could not wait to play it. I messed around with it for a while there, but he let me borrow it, and oh, that was amazing. Uh, it was... Because the step up from 1 to 2 in this series was remarkably significant, especially when you consider the trend of a lot of NES games to change really radically from 1 to 2, like Super Mario Bros. 2, Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest, Zelda 2 The Adventure of the Link. These games were just dramatic departures from their first entries. And while Mega Man 2 was more of an evolution of the first and, and completely brilliant, it was 
well, it was that. It was it was just an evolution. It played very similarly, uh, except just they took everything to the next level. It was great. That framework was there in Mega Man One, and it is uh, Mega Man One is a brilliant game in its own right. So uh, that's enough little history lesson. Why don't we get started? Track number one, uh, the first track we're going to listen to is called Level Select, uh, and it is the first song you see in the game. There is, uh, there's no title screen music in this at all. You turn it on, this black screen says Mega Man on it. <laughs> uh, you press start, and you see all the robot masters, and this quick little ditty just kind of plays over and over again. So we're going to listen to track number one, Level Select. <laughs> So that is level select. Um, how does that song make you feel? <laughs> it feels like it's a very cute song. <laughs> it is. Like it is. You're getting amped up to go. Like you're ready for an adventure. <laughs> you're, you're ready for a game called Mega Man, <laughs> and then you start it off, and it's like this kind of cute little ditty. But it's also there, and and this kind of I, I don't really know if this is just a, a feeling that I had from looking at the weird box art or just the strange you know, basement I was in when I played it for the first time, but it's also got this almost, the whole soundtrack to this game has this weird kind of slowish, almost melancholy vibe to it to me. I don't know why, it just kind of does. And I think it's, I think it's the sounds that they use that, that aren't as, they're, they're not as vibrant as a lot of the other NES music. And it's like the, the, the tones are all just ever so slightly muted. I, I don't know if it's all in my head though, but... <laughs> I guess we'll find out <laughs> as we go through. Yeah. Uh, so uh, another quick little uh, our track two is going to be another quick one before we get into the real meat of the game. Um, and I had to I had to use this track because uh, this is the classic track. This is the uh, select a robot master track. This is the, you you hear this song in almost every Mega Man game. Uh, not almost every. Let's say seventy five percent of the Mega Man games have this tune in there somewhere. So here is. Track number two, Robot Master. <laughs> I love that track. I love that song. Oh, goodness. That's reprised in so many Mega Man song- games, and even like the X series when they reprise that. Um, so as somebody who's never really played this game, what, is, what does that song say to you? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you get out of that little, that little track? <laughs> I know this yeah, is a ridiculous question. <laughs> it's it's another very cute track. Um, I like the little trill at the end. Yeah, like that's it's, really it's really nice. This one, for some reason, is always, especially this version of it because I think it's because of that little trill. It's almost gave me, almost sort of always gave me this little Russian vibe, like a <laughs> almost like a Russian dance to it. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I see where you can get that. <laughs> Okay, well, there's there's really not a ton to say about these first two uh, first two tracks. There, I mean, the first one I have 13 seconds of it, and that must be like 14 loops of. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. such a short track, and this track was only nine seconds long. But our third track of the night. Now we're gonna get to the good stuff. Now we're gonna get to the 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 real meat of the world of Mega Man. Now I I chose these tracks in the order of um, the order that I play, uh, which is you know using one one uh weapon from a robot master against the other because one of the, the main trappings of Mega Man, if by some reason you don't know is you beat a robot master mm-hmm. and then you get their powers and you use them on other yes. robot masters 
So, uh, track number three of the night is from Bomb Man Stage, which is one of my favorite tracks in the game. It is odd for a Mega Man tune, and we'll, we'll talk about that after we're done listening to it. So here is, without further ado, track number three, Bomb Man Stage. <laughs> This track it's it's oddly relaxing to me but it's very very catchy uh what do you make of this one it just reminds me of like old 8-bit video game music but it has like its own like different flavor than something i'd normally play mm-hmm. it, it's it's especially in a strange flavor i feel for Mega Man music because when i think of Mega Man music i think of like very pa- fast-paced very energetic and this one it has a much kind of a slower groove to it, but mm-hmm. the 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 kind of the, the the longevity of the instruments, the sustain, and uh, the the way that they harmonize with one another is is really really nice during the uh, the the primary part of the song, like the main I guess you would call it the the, the verse or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, is 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 really quite nice. And then you get that kind of faster paced thing going on in the background. What's interesting to me about this track is that. Like, all right. So, uh, what kind of stage do you think this is? What do you from from the feeling of this music? What what kind of stage do you think you're seeing here? Uh, hmm. Maybe like a. It seems like it'd be a very leafy, like kind of green, happy stage. That is fascinating. That's uh, that. It's you know it, I I don't even know how to describe this stage because it's <laughs> it. It's very much not green. No. Um, it's it's outdoors. Mm-hmm. It's it's um it almost seems to be like on top of some sort of white platforms and there's these giant like techno brown tree looking things in the background. It's such a strange strange stage. You you got to look at it. It's just that was a really interesting thing to to think of uh having not seen this level like what you would make of a of the sound. But one of the things that's interesting to me is that there was a game for the PSP called Mega Man Powered Up, which was a, a remake of Mega Man 1. And what they did for that, the music in that, that game, this uh, stage music, is the, the, the drums were all very, like, bomb-sounding. They were all, like, very... had a very repetitive, explosive sound to them. Aww. And it was a really interesting take on the track. Mega Man Powered Up is adorable, by the way. Um, <laughs> they made everything, like, super chibi. They changed all the... Um, uh, the minor notes in all the songs, like everything turned into a major key. Oh, wow. uh, it was just so, so cute. I really, really like Mega Man Powered Up. I was, I thought it was a brilliant remake uh, and a very happy game. So like 
ever since I listened to that newer version, I've I've always kind of heard this one in a slightly different a slightly different light. Mm-hmm. It was a really, really good. Uh, I, I think a really, really good stage music. I, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> Gets the thumbs up from me. Anyway, yeah. Um, let's move on to track number four. Uh, track number four is from one of the most popular robot masters ever to be created, and probably uh, between Gutsman and Cutman are the two robot masters that have appeared in the most games. Uh, this is the Gutsman stage. Uh, it's another classic. He's a, a super big robot, and this is a, a fairly short but fairly impressive tune. So let's listen to track number four, Gutsman Stage. <laughs> on the repetitive side it's not a very long song but it's 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 got a really good um what's the word i'm looking for it's it's very stressful it's it does uh, it seems like there's a sense of urgency in this song exactly yeah and and the the move the the stage really matches that because there's portions of the stage that literally push you forward um it's it's it takes place on a construction site and there are these moving platforms like right towards the beginning of it and you're just really quickly the ground is completely gone from underneath you and and for one of the strange quirks of the first Mega Man game is when you fall off of something like like if the ground is removed from underneath you for some reason you fall so incredibly fast it's it's comical like there's no saving yourself even if you had fallen like like Mega Man drops when he jumps off of something but Mm -hmm. for some reason it's like within a frame you are just down to the bottom of the screen it is so strange um, but yes, it is. It, it's a very stressful uh, kind of song. What what I like about it is that the the bass line is while it's not overly complex, it's very busy. Like it, it's bouncing all over yes. the place, and it's the the bass sounds that are actually driving the rhythm. Because besides, I don't really even know what that sound effect is. <laughs> That's kind of like zapping or buzzing throughout the whole thing. But it's not a drum. It's <laughs> What, what what creates the rhythm for the whole thing is just that that really fast bass bass rhythm. It's uh it's cool, and it very much fits the fits the stage. It's um it's a classic. Now again to to draw a parallel to Mega Man Powered Up, Bomb Man's stage was in and of itself a fairly major key song. Now, I mean you can imagine transposing this into a major key was was a pretty dramatic change because this is all this is all minor notes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a it, it's it's a good it's a good song. I like Mega Man Powered Up. I'm one of like eight people that bought that game. It was very well worth it. <laughs> All right. So speaking of minor keys, we're gonna move on to a track number five, which is from Cutman, which is another all-time classic. This is just all time here. Um, it's uh, 
you know, we'll, we'll listen to the track. We'll talk a little bit more after it. So here is track number five, Cutman. unique a unique track it seems like a very robotic kind of song like a lot of beep boops and stuff (laughs) yeah it does it's it's that that secondary melody that's playing over the main melody which is 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 kind of a i I guess it's kind of a trademark of a lot of Mega Man tunes uh like i'm immediately reminded of flashman stage from Mega Man 2 but just this that that just constant bleeps and bloops of notes that is playing over and over and over again like really quickly behind the main melody is 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 really interesting uh that it's just kind of shoved in there it's it's a cool way of making music uh on the nes sound a lot deeper you know what i mean because you didn't have a lot of channels to work with they were so limited uh (laughs) with what they could and couldn't do and um what else is really interesting about about this track is the very military sounding drums like it's all this very military uh snare drum going on like it's just snare and i had never really pieced it together until listening to it just now that it has a, a, an almost military vibe to it but you're you're very right it's it's all very techno-y sounding like tech technological not mm-hmm. techno yeah <laughs> like techno. Uh, but again it's very high energy and the stage itself is just these freaking bananas i don't even know what this stage is supposed to be it's all like teals and uh you know a blue sky in the background but you're just kind of running around in this weird looking stage with giant green blocks everywhere and a little machines that barf scissors out at you it's, just, <laughs> it's so strange this this level like is you know you're in bomb man stage and it's like ah oh, cool a little techno-y foresty looking city you're in guts man stage you're in a, a a a construction zone you're in cut man stage where the heck am i supposed to be right now <laughs> like cut man i think is described as a timber felling robot and there's not a tree Anywhere in sight. Like, I don't even know what the goal of this stage was supposed to be, but this music is so, so odd. Like, it's the the weird little minor notes in the second part. Again, I'm getting that very vague Russian vibe out of it. Like, you said you you had um, uh, seen people play this game before. Is this how much... Like, how much are you remembering any of this music? Have you ever actually heard any of these songs before? Uh, yes, I have. Um... I actually like listened to it a couple of days ago because a friend of mine 
has been replaying all the Mega Mans for oh. for whatever reason. <laughs> Do you need a reason? <laughs> he just complains a lot about all the levels, and I think he was having a lot of trouble with Bomb Man, so I just remember him the most. Uh, that stage was... Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that it's the hardest stage, but it's got a lot of traps in it that are like, if you're not really... You know, that's that's a very interesting point that I didn't think of before is the, is the, the plotting pace of the music in Bomb Man stages. You have to be very patient for a lot of parts of that stage. A lot of Mega Man uh, stages, you, you're in constant motion, but there's these these pits you get to in Bomb Man stage where these like, you know, bullets or bombs are coming at you and you're you're forced to stop and just kind of wait for your moment. Which is a, a relatively unusual thing, and, and now that I think about it, it really makes the, the music match. So Yeah, this, um, this one stage we were just listening to, it seems like it's much fa- much faster. Oh yeah, like, much, much faster. Yeah. Which is, uh, it makes the climb, there's a lot of ladder climbing in this stage, and Mega Man climbs, like, ridiculously slowly oh. in Mega Man. <laughs> so like you're running along and there's all these things going on, little you know, bad guys flying around and, and, and things to fight, and then you get to a ladder and you're just like, <laughs> come on, because the music is like kind of driving you to keep moving and then you're just you're just climbing this ladder, like, come on. You are a super robot. You can take a plasma cannon to the face, climb a ladder faster than like my two year old does. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay, track number six. Uh, this is, without a doubt, my favorite track of the show. This is my favorite track of this game. Um, this is the music to a Lechman stage. This is a, a gorgeous number. It fits the stage in a way that I wouldn't necessarily expect it to, uh, but gosh, let's just listen to the track, and I'll, I'll gush more about it in a minute. So here is track number six, a Lechman stage. I love this song so much. This is this is one of those great examples that just this song really sticks out among the rest of the soundtrack. Is that, um, come on, brain, you can do this. Uh, Matsumiya, <laughs> she was able to really make the NES sound chip sing with this one. Like, 
a lot of the other a lot of the other music in this game has a, it seems to have this very specific purpose but there's something about the way that the primary melody in this song uh, the the harmonies of it just absolutely make the NES sound chip sing it is it is just a, a beautiful number i i love it to death and the uh, you know and that's just the the the, the primary melody this the second half where it kind of there's a lot of i don't know if trills the right word but just the the way it kind of trills up really fast to hit to the uh, hit the melody each time it goes into that secondary part is just oh good god i love this song <laughs> i love the, the the drum intro i love how it's it's uh, much like Bomban stage it's it's oddly relaxing uh which is it, you wouldn't expect that from uh, an electricity themed level you would you would expect something very fast paced and uh this does not deliver on that but when you get to the actual stage and again, I'm just hitting this for the first time right now in my brain. Uh, there is a lot of waiting in this stage because there's these these electric beams that are uh, timed, and they'll just kind of shoot really fast out. Ba- not really fast. They're they're timed to turn on and off in this uh, very specific rhythm, and you'll have to climb past them again, climbing at a snail's pace. But you have to climb past them without getting hit, and it's all very rhythmic, and you have to be very patient. So. Uh, th- I, again, I just think this music fits the stage far better than you would expect it to. Um, and don't worry about hurting my feelings. What are your thoughts on this song? Oh no, I, it's to me it sounded more of like a like an ending song. Like oh, you just beat the final boss. Wow, yeah, I, could, I can see that. Yeah, like it sounded like victory music to me. <laughs> it is, it is very victorious. That's <laughs> that's a good point, and that's a that's an oddly Capcomish thing to do too. Because uh, uh, DuckTales was a similar situation with that, that moon theme. Sounds so much like an ending song, but it's just a stage music. Yeah, I, n- I never really thought of that. Um, again, the, playing this game out of order, the ending theme, when we get to that, uh, is, is, was another little kind of mind-bender for me. Uh, so, uh, any last thoughts on Electman stage before we move on? No, nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh freaking love that song i'll i'm gonna listen to that song the rest of the night i just i I love it to death there's i'm gonna include in the show notes too there's a really great um oc remix of this track that i listen to a lot uh it's really really good remix and uh, i'm totally gonna link that in the show notes because it's gorgeous so all right let's move on track number seven iceman stage not my favorite track in the game but still a a decent state a decent stage song nonetheless so Here we go, track number seven, Iceman Stage. Iceman stage. I really liked that one. I really, yes, I liked the um, I guess the bass on that. 
Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a strong suit in that is the um the, the just kind of like a very very straightforward rhythmic bass is is certainly what I would consider a strong suit of that thing. There's just something about the um, and I don't know if it's just that I didn't like the stage. See, <laughs> this is this is an interesting thing is that you're you're hearing a lot of this music as just the music, mm-hmm. whereas I I hear this music and it immediately connects to this the 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 visual aspect yeah you associate it with the game and you're like ah maybe i really had a tough time with this level so i don't like it as much (laughs) yeah and and, you know another piece of it is is that that instrument that they're using that particular wave that they're using for the primary sound it sounds very i guess nasally and it didn't really match the level for me like this the stage is all covered in ice and and water but it's also like the the water in the stage has this very drab color to it, and kind of pairing that drab watercolor to the nasally sound that the the primary instrument is using in this in this track, it just kind of melodically, I think I really like the song, and and just from a composition standpoint, it all works together as as a good song. Uh, but I think it's really just the presentation of this one that that rubs me the wrong way. If I if I think to this the version of this track that's in um, Mega Man the Wily Wars or uh, Mega Man Powered Up, I like the I like this track a lot better in those games, and mm-hmm. it's not because of any sort of like a changing of the notes per se. This is actually one of the more minor songs in Mega Man Powered Up, but I think the the instrumentation of it lends itself a lot more to what I think the what I think the artist was going for with this track. But uh, I I I thought that was very interesting that you you were rather fond of this one. <laughs> so the next track we're gonna listen to is uh, another one of another one of my less uh, loved tracks in the game. It's all right. It is my least favorite to listen to, but it is probably the closest to fitting flawlessly to its stage. Like it is a good tune. I just don't really enjoy listening to it very much. <laughs> uh, so here is track number eight, Fireman Stage. Let me let me let me take a step back here because I said I didn't really like this song, and what I don't like about this song, what what drives me bonkers, and really the reason I can't listen to it is that weird zappy. What is that sound? You didn't like happening? that? I really enjoyed I that. It, <laughs> it keeps like <clears throat> it keeps changing. Um, God, 
God, I wish I knew what the, the, the word was. It keeps changing its frequency. Like, it's always the same note, but it keeps changing its frequency, like, randomly throughout the song. And it's just, like, it's just this constant zapping noise. And it's, oh, God, it drives me crazy. I don't know why it drives me crazy. And that instrument is used, again, in later games. In fact, um, uh Matsu, Matsumiya, she came back to do music on Mega Man 10, and she used that same sound in a track on Mega Man 10. I can't even remember what stage it was, but I remember getting to it. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. This is clearly the song that she did. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but there's some really, really interesting stuff in this song. There's, um, it's, it's, again, almost hitting me with that Russian vibe. I think it's just the, it's, it's the general cadence of the song, but the, um, that secondary part, like when it all kind of, it's all kind of like almost alarm sounding, like it's very, you know, intense and coming together. And then it all comes together in that kind of like, I, I guess, I don't think pretty is the right word, but that's that kind of nicer epic kind of chunk there in the middle. And then it goes right back to being very like dour and run. There's fire everywhere because there's fire everywhere in this stage. It's freaking everywhere. Um, uh, what are your thoughts, Vicky? I I loved the fast pacing of it. Um, I really enjoyed all the like really quick like half notes, like do do do. Those were great. Yeah, yeah, that stuff was good. It did seem like a very fiery song. Like mm-hmm. if I were to imagine this stage, I could imagine like all the fire. It seemed. Yeah, there's yeah. there's like there's lava and f- giant fire poles coming out of the ground and out of the walls like there is this is a very you know underground dark fiery stage and this music really lines up with that uh it's it's it is classic it is i you know i i love this era in particular of video game music because this was kind of where video game music was coming into its own for the first time because a lot of i would say the majority of music before this i mean this was this is early NES, so this is what? What did I say? This was 86, 85? Um, I think 86. Oh, this, geez, this is eighty-seven. Oh. Um, so yeah, this was a little bit later, but it's still pretty early in the whole video game music genre. You know, a lot of the stuff in in arcades and whatnot before this was there wasn't a lot of real stage music. You know, it's a lot of bleeps and bloops and jingles and things like that. And mm-hmm. and by the time this had hit, there was just you're starting to see a lot more really interesting, a lot more full soundtracks coming into games. Yeah, like these are actual like sto- scores of music. Yeah, you know, and and up until that, I mean, you would in in eighty eighty five or eighty six, you had the first Legend of Zelda, and you know, geez, talk about a song that paves the way of of a of of layering music and what you can accomplish with the the bleeps and bloops of the Nintendo Entertainment System, but songs like this in particular, and and really a lot of this soundtrack, just seeing uh, musicians take that challenge and just respect the console and, and, and the abilities that it has enough to just make it work for whatever it is that they were working, making it work for. Like, there's a lot of music out there that's just complete cop-out music, and this is not any of it. You can tell <laughs> that she took her job seriously, and it's 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 remarkable what she was able to come up with, and that she built the foundation for all of some of the best music in video game history comes from Mega Man games, and she she started it right here. This was this was the beginning of that. 
All right, uh, let's move on to track number nine. This is the boss music. This is uh, every time you get to a robot master, this is the song that plays. So uh, we'll listen to it and we'll talk about it. Here's track number nine, boss music. like that was all over the place i know i feel like this song just gets lost in itself like <laughs> like it, it can't even keep up with playing all those notes as fast as it wants to yeah <laughs> but it, you know it really works because the the boss battles in this game aren't very long like the the, the patterns are pretty straightforward and like the, that intro is is so brilliant because you get into a room with the boss, the door closes behind you, the boss like falls down from the ceiling or, or just appears in front of you, does some sort of quick animation to like kind of show off how awesome they are, mm-hmm. and then their their health uh, increases, and then the match starts. So the, the match starts like as soon as the absolute insanity of the music <laughs> begins, <laughs> and I just I just don't even know like. It's it's all over the place. It seems like it'd be a very good, like, wild kind of piano song. Oh my god. I could only imagine trying to play this on a piano. Like, <laughs> uh, I have to look up on YouTube. I have to see if anybody's actually tried to cover this on, on piano. It's really interesting listening to this version. Um, when you listen to the version in Mega Man Powered Up, it's been, it's been simplified. Like, uh, it's... I, it's like they cut out every other note just to make the song make sense. <laughs> it's, it's, oh my goodness. I, I can't not love this track because it works so well when, when you're playing the game, but trying to listen to it on its own, it just, it just kind of hurts my head. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to move on to uh, Dr. Wiley's music. Uh, Dr. Wiley's stage, sorry, Wiley Fortress one. Um, uh, let's go ahead and listen to it and then mm-hmm. I'll talk. Okay. Here's track 10, Wily Fortress 1. think of this song uh i liked that a lot actually <laughs> um it was it seemed like a very smooth kind of song especially like the drums at the end they seem kind of like bongo drums like doo-doo. oh no no um Toms. like yes yeah. 
Like tom drums. That is indeed a thing. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I don't like this song at all. I'm sorry. I I have never liked this song. There's just I don't know. You get to the you get through all the this this the stages and you finally get to Dr. Wiley's fortress and it's like this very drony and bland music. Like Oh, so you think it'd be like more epic music. A little bit, you know? And I guess if you if you're if you're taking this as just a piece of music on its own, it's it's not a bad track. It's it's got a certain level of sadness to it. And I guess what I said earlier where there's like a kind of a a twinge of melancholy to this game's overall soundtrack. I think a lot of it stems from this track for me because, you know, you, you get done doing all this stuff and this song is just, it's sad. And it, I, I, don't, I don't know why it, it feels that way to me, it, but that's just where this goes. It's like, let's see, my notes for this say, um, it picks up more or less, but compared to the wily music we get in later games, this song can go to hell. <laughs> Those were my notes for listening to this to this song. It's, I just I just don't like it. And you're you're running through th- this open field like you're obviously walking up to Wiley's castle, mm-hmm. and there's it doesn't sound dangerous. It doesn't sound no, it doesn't actually. Yeah, it just sounds it sounds like sad. a stroll in the park. Like, yeah, yeah, like a stroll a in the rainy park day. and a, a rainy day, and your puppy just died, oh. and you're just <laughs> no. like oh. Okay, I'll go fight Dr. Wily now. (laughs) Boy, this sucks. I I just don't like this song at all. I'm I'm sorry, I don't mean to like, you know, I'm not trying to break your taste or anything. No, it's okay. I hate this song. (laughs) All right, uh, well, let's move on to something that I don't hate. Uh, Did you have anything else to say about Wily Fortress 1? I'm sorry. No, I'm good. The the dying puppy thing was uh, pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're never going to listen to that song the same way again. Nope. You're going to finally beat Mega Man on your own, and you get to this stage and be like, oh, dead puppies. (laughs) (laughs) Curse you, Wily! All right. Uh, this next one is Wily Fortress Two. Uh, this one I like a lot more. So here is Doctor Wily's Fortress Two. final stages of a game goes this is a little bit more like it it's you know it, it's it's a far less complex song than uh wily fortress one uh it doesn't remind me of dead puppies so that's that's a step <laughs> in the right direction uh but it's very impending doom it's yes it's just that is the feeling enough. i got from it like very scary yeah like you are you are now coming up on uh on, on dr wily himself which is uh which is pretty scary when you think about it. When when you think about playing this game, especially as a kid, like I was younger and this game is tough as nails. And 
man, when, once you get to this stage, you're just like, oh, oh, Jesus. All right. I can do this. I'm so close to the end. And uh, it, it, it really works. That so, music um, would make, make me want to turn back. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, maybe later. <laughs> Unfortunately, heading backwards was not an option in this game. <laughs> not a whole lot of going back to places in, in old NES games. Heck, in the first Super Mario Brothers, you couldn't even walk to the left. Good times. Can You can walk. Yeah, you can totally walk to the left in this game. You can go back and forth. But you can't leave a stage once you're in it. You're oh, on, damn. <laughs> you're locked in. Okay, track number 12. We are, uh, we're, we're, this is the second last track of the evening here. This is uh, Wily Battle, and I want you to prepare your ears. Ooh. Because uh, this song is obnoxious. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here you go. Track number 12, Dr. Wily, uh, Wily Battle. battle song it, it was indeed it's you know it, and here's here's the thing about this track it is clearly obnoxious as hell <laughs> like it's got it's got that just it's 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 very pitchy it's very like it's very repetitive it's all over the map but less so than the regular boss music yeah yet at the same time it feels like the regular boss music but to the next level like you're fighting bigger bosses at this point. You're not just fighting the the regular robot masters. And this song does a really good job of illustrating that. Like, it is just moving right on to... This is super intense now, because you're coming right up on the end. And I, the first time you hear this this track is uh, the, the first Wily stage boss, which is the Yellow Devil, which is the, um, the giant uh, yellow... Bumo monster that disappears piece by piece mm -hmm. and flies across the room and then appears on the other side. Like he's uh, he's in the Doctor Wily he's in the Mega Man stage in the new Super Smash Brothers game. Uh, the Yellow Devil also appears in uh, the Mega Man fighting games. He appears in Mega Man Three, and this song is obnoxious as hell, but it works. Like the the neat little drum tricks that it's doing. Like yeah, there's really very few actual you know notes or melody in this in this song but it it does a good job of changing itself up with the drums um what are your thoughts on this one uh this one definitely had like an 80s theme oh my like, god that's a good call all like the last three had like that specific drum that they used a lot in like 80s music <laughs> I forgot what it's yes. called. It's 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 just a very it's like a tom drum. It's Is like it? the like they hit the toms on the on the drum kit, but in a very uh, electronic sound. Yeah. Like you're, wow, you were so right. This is very eighties. I didn't even think about that. No, oh, that's, that's that's glorious. That is so glorious. All right. Speaking of glory, we are moving on to the last track of the night. This is track number thirteen, and this is the ending music. Now, if you have played Mega Man two. Uh, if you have watched the intro to Mega Man 2, then the first part of this song is going to sound very familiar to you. Um, if you've never beaten the original Mega Man, prepare yourself for a surprise. This is a fantastic, fantastic track, uh, so we're going to go ahead and listen to it. Track number 13, 
ending. More of those, uh, more of those drums, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, what's really fascinating about this, especially as somebody who played Mega Man Two first, the first twenty six seconds of this song are the first is literally the first music in Mega Man Two. This is the music from the title screen of Mega Man Two, which is uh, reprised in that game with with slightly better instrumentation. It's it's a little bit lower, uh, so the it, it's not quite as screechy, but um. Gosh, it's that's that's it's a gorgeous piece of music that that part in the beginning which has been covered by many many musicians over the years and um and, but then it after the to that 26 second intro it just kind of takes a very um classic NES credits tune turn where it's just this this happy little ditty uh you know it's very bouncy it's very boppy um it oddly reprises bomb man stage uh, at the end of it there which is really strange um i i have no idea why of all stages in the game that's the one they decided to reprise maybe it was um, her favorite <laughs> possibly i don't know but it's it's weird uh and but it's it's funny to me since i started with bomb man the first time i played the game and and that's the the character i always start with so like the first boss i fight is the last song i hear in the game which is a a kind of an interesting coincidence on, on my part. That's uh, pretty what, cool. Uh, what, um, yeah, go ahead. I liked, yeah, the beginning of the song sounded like an opening theme for, like, the video game. Like, oh, it sounds like, you know, I'm starting over. And then it, like, picks up the pace, and you're like, oh, okay, this does sound like ending music now. Yeah. So it was, like, very slow in the beginning, and it starts picking up. And it yeah. also doesn't feel like... It's over. Like it feels like there could be more. Yeah, and and there is. Yes, and there's many a lot more. more. <laughs> what's well, neat about that? You mentioned that it sounds like an intro. It's 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 so strange how how well this works in this scene and how well it works in the opening of Mega Man Two. Because in, in this one, when you're running, you're running through a field, like a green field and a beautiful sunny day. And in Mega Man Two, this is used in the intro, which is. Um, uh, a city at night and it's um the 
it's just you're looking at the the top of the city and then the camera pans up uh, a, a giant skyscraper. So wow. and it, it's like totally two different contrasting themes. It's like beautiful field, city at night. Yeah, totally different. And not only that, but after that 26 second mark, the song changes dramatically uh, in the intro to Mega Man 2. Like the intro to Mega Man 2, it just kind of gradually picks up speed. Like as opposed to just being a quick change in this one where you get that awesome 80s drum solo and then it turns into a like super happy boppy music in Mega Man 2. It goes very slowly and transitions into some like extremely epic let's go kick some ass music. Um, So uh, boy, oh boy, good, good stuff. Um, Do you have any closing thoughts for uh, the Mega Man soundtrack as a whole? Uh, hmm. Well... It makes me really want to play to see like what all the levels look like compared to like the game and like what I've heard today. Oh, that's good to hear. It is it is readily available. And uh, I um, during our break, you had asked if a, a, a other game was available on 3DS. This, I believe, is also on 3DS okay. uh, and Wii U, and it has save states. So. Oh <laughs> a- yeah, there weren't any saves like in the middle, right? <laughs> No, no. Back in the day, you got a game over and, you know, your game oh, was over. <laughs> you had to start over. So uh, in this, in the, the newer versions, you can use uh, save states to make your life a whole lot easier. The hours of frustration you must have suffered. Yeah, man. Us, us, us old folks. Back in the day, gaming was hard. I mean, I play is... Shovel Knight now and I get really mad. <laughs> Just... I was almost beating the gate. Like, I was so close to beating that. And you have to fight all the bosses all over again. And And it was, like, at the very last boss. (laughs) And I died. I loved that room, though. That room was so good. See, that's really fun that you bring that up, because that's a play on Mega Man. Um, that, That trope is from this game. Uh, all the original Mega Man games, all the classic Mega Mans, you always do a, a boss rush right at the end. But you always go room by room. Mm-hmm. And in Shovel Knight, you get to the boss rush, and they're all just chilling at a table. And you have to fight them all in the same room, just one <laughs> yep. by one. Which, is which. Uh, that was so much fun. God, Shovel Knight is so, so good. Um, and... Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Minami Matsumi. Uh, she did uh, some music on uh, Shovel Knight. She oh. contributed a track or two to uh, Shovel Knight. I, I don't know which ones, but I remember early on in the, the Kickstarter for Shovel Knight, uh, her name was thrown in there as somebody that was going to be a contributing musician, and I was totally thrilled about that. Cause, you know, That's pretty cool. She it, it, worked on Mega Man, and now she's working on like, Shovel Knight in the same company, kind of. Yeah, and um, um, again, like uh, Mighty Number no. Nine was another one that was interesting that she's working on because you know that's that's Keiji Inafune's new project. Yeah, I kickstarted that actually. <laughs> As did I, and someday it may actually come out. <laughs> like Shantae, maybe. Oh, Shantae, that's right. Yeah, I I didn't kickstart that one because I I just I knew that one was gonna happen. Like I knew they were gonna come come through with that one, but uh, oh it boy, it still hasn't come out. It still hasn't, but I I have every confidence that it will. I mean, they've released a bunch of Shantae games. There's no way they're not going to finish that one. (sighs) Anyways, uh, fun little sidetrack. That's going to be our show. Um, 
Tune in next time for more Mega Man as we tackle the Blue Bomber's first Game Boy outing in Mega Man and Dr. Wily's Revenge. It is a very complimentary soundtrack to the one that we just listened to and features some of my favorite songs in the series. As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of these games, so if you like, you can send them to mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out all of our social media channels, which you should totally follow slash like slash subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Thanks again for listening. Vicki, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Anytime. And good night. <laughs>